we are in week number four of a five-part series. I'm glad that you're with us today. And um, we began this series by asking this question. Well, um, this was the question of my youth, of my uh, growing up, and it was a question of this. Well, how far is too far? You know, I wanted to know where is that sin line? And then I wanted to know because I was going to work my way right up to that line. I didn't really... Well, I probably wanted to cross over the line, but I knew I wasn't supposed to, so I wanted to get as close to it as I could because I didn't want to miss any fun, right? I wanted to get as close to it as I could. Now, here's what happens to that. As I creep up to that line, that leads me to the line, and when I get to the line, then guess what? My life, my life is on the line, and what happens when our life is on the line? We eventually fall, and we fall hard. It's kind of like climbing one of these light poles here, you know? You climb up, you're saying, hey, you know, you're climbing no safety harness on. You're just climbing and you're saying, I'm going to get as high as I can go before I fall. Let me just keep getting higher and higher and higher, up, 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 knowing because we've all agreed that we all do eventually fall. But we're saying, you know, I, I'm not going to worry about that. I, I'll, I'll deal with that later. I, I'm just going to go up there, get as high as I can for now. A little higher, a little more. That's what I was doing. Wow, this is exciting, right? This is really living way up there. No safety harness. But we do all fall. Eventually, we do all fail. And we've been saying that God has created something to help us so that we don't fall to our destruction. That's how he's helped us. So we don't fall to our destruction, and we don't fall to the destruction of the people around us, those people that we love. He has given us a safety harness to protect us. Now, if we don't have the safety harness on, we're asking questions like this. We're saying, is it okay for me to do this? Sounds like a good question. Sounds reasonable. We've been asking, am I allowed to do this? Sounds reasonable. Sounds like we're trying to be smart about this, right? We even ask, hey, is there a verse in the Bible? Is there a verse in the Bible that says, don't do this? But each of these questions... It's, it's a little misleading because they sound like they're great questions, but what's happening is we're getting closer with each question and closer and closer to that sin line with no harness on. And we will eventually fall, and we will fall hard. Now, in this series, we've said that we need to begin to find some new questions. If those questions are leading us closer to the sin line where we don't have a harness and we will fall and fall hard, then we need some new questions, maybe some better questions to ask. And we've said that God has provided us with a safety harness. All we have to do is put it on. And that safety harness, we have said, is wisdom. A new standard. No longer is the standard, is this okay or is this allowed? We are called in the New Testament to a higher standard, which is this. Is this wise? A new standard of wisdom. Not is this allowed. It is, is this the wise thing to do? So let me give you a scenario. True story. True scenario. It is hardly... In high school, 
So we'll call this guy High School Harley. So let's go back with me, if you will, to High School Harley. High School Harley. Oh, I love the ladies. I love the ladies. <laughs> they were so pretty. They were so pretty. And, you know, they make your heart beat faster. They make your palms all sweaty. Oh, this is awesome, right? Yeah. Okay, so High School Harley needing to make a decision. Is it okay to go out with this pretty girl? Is it okay? Well, I asked that question, sure. Okay, it, it, it is okay. There's no law against it. Uh, there's no verse in the Bible that says, no, don't go out with this pretty girl. So it's allowed. It's okay. I can go out with her, but is that going to lead me closer and closer to this line because I wasn't asking the right questions? The right question is, but is dating her the wise thing to do? Is dating her the wise thing to do? Okay, so high school Harley. Let's put on the safety harness. Let's put on the safety harness of wisdom. And let's begin to ask some different questions. High school Harley. In light of my past experience, what is the wise thing to do? So let's... Let's think about Harley's past experience. And Harley understands, because of his past experience, that if she is flirty, and if she dresses really flirty, mm, Harley has a hard time, a difficult time controlling what goes on in his mind. I, I can't blame that on her. It's my mind. But I have a very difficult time. If she's real flirty with me and if she dresses flirty, I have a difficult time. So maybe my past tells me if I know I have a difficult time controlling my mind. Because what happens? It hits my mind first and it doesn't take long before it goes to my behavior, my actions, right? So if I know this, then maybe the wise thing, because of my past and I know my past, maybe the wise thing is not to date her. I, I, I might get in trouble. What about her over here? I mean, she's pretty. But, she, you know, she, her, her behavior's a little different. It's, she's not as flirty. Maybe she has some different boundaries. So, yes, when it looks at my, my past, the wise question says, in light of my past experience, what is the wise thing to do? Well, my past experience says, okay, this scenario may be wise. It may be more wise. So now I have to go to the next question. In light of my past experience, check. And in light of my, uh, my current situation, we talked about that last week, right? She seems to have some good boundaries. Great. That's my past, Okay. We sound pretty good there, but now i got to look at what's going on right now. So here's a question that will make sense to you adults. Students, you all may not understand this as much, but it is very real. Um, in light of you know my current situation now, I have to look at that. Here, so here's a question. Am I rebounding? Well, no, I'm not. Students, that may not make a lot of sense. It will. Adults, you understand? Am I rebounding? No, no. So high school's hardly okay there. Okay, so keep asking questions about my current situation. Am I chasing after some kind of craving? 
that is out of control in my life? Well, you know what? At the moment, no. Everything's in check. My mind's in a good place. Not chasing after some kind of craving. Okay, so let's keep looking at my current situation. A am, I, am I making some kind of emotional decision or, or am I letting my feelings direct me? Because we said that, you know, feelings were given to us to help experience life. They were not given us to, to help us make decisions and to lead us. So am I being kind of overrun by my feelings? No, I'm, I'm not. Everything seems to be in order and check. So guess what? I'm passing the wise question test in light of my past experience and my current situation, what is the wise thing to do? And it appears right now, it is all check, good, woo, we okay, we okay, but wait. You see, we can make a decision that can be okay based upon looking at our past, a wise thing, okay? And we can make a decision based upon what's going on right now as a wise thing, but we still may not be making the best decision. We still may not be making the wisest decision for what's down the road. You see, down the road, Harley, high school Harley, down the road, high school Harley has some plans that he believes are God-given plans for him down the road. Some plans for high school Harley to eventually be at a certain place in life. High school Harley has some good, solid plans um, to, to go to a specific school down the road. Plans to, to, to be part of a specific career down the road. Plans down the road that he feels are God-given to be part of a specific type of marriage Plans down the road that are very specific, but high school Harley is pretty confident that they are God-directed plans down the road. And high school Harley made a decision to date her. Not her fault. None of this is her fault. This was Harley's decision, high school Harley's decision. And it did. It passed the history test of wisdom. It passed the current situation, the, the now test. It passed that as well. But that decision, in retrospect, students, what that means is, as I look back at it now, that decision ended up not being the wise thing for high school Harley to do. Because it changed the whole course of his future for the worse. It jeopardized his solid plans for the future. It altered his future. Even though the decision passed the wise question test. So here's what I'm saying. We're going to need even more wisdom, more questions, so we can have some kind of safety harness for our future in order to protect our future. 
So the wise question started with this. What is the wise thing to do? And then in week two, we made that question even wiser when we said, let's look at our past in light of our past experience. And then in week three, we made it even wiser when we said, we also need to look at our current situation. And now this week, we're going to make it even wiser still as we say this. In light of my past experience and my current situation and my future hopes and dreams, what is the wise thing to do? Now, had high school Harley added that question, I hope that I would have made a very different decision. Knowing that her plans, they really were not similar to my future plans. Something was going to have to give. Knowing that her life path was significantly different than my life path, someone's path was going to be altered. Knowing that her past decisions, and listen, hey, we are all about, and I am all about second chances and second starts, but there should have been a caution because her past decisions in her recent past, recent weeks, her past decisions were very different than my past decisions, and that should have cautioned me about how that could change my future decisions. And guess what? My God-directed plans began to slowly change, and my path was altered. Therefore, my future was changed. All because high school Harley didn't make a decision to date her using the filter. How might this affect what I believe were my God-given future hopes and dreams? Now, the passage we have been using for this series, I want to run through it very quickly again this morning. Tripp's going to have it on the screen. It's in um, the book of Ephesians chapter 5. We're going to be looking at verse 15. Here it comes. So be careful, Paul says, be careful how you live. And we said this about that word careful, that it's so much more than just caution. Literally, that word in the Greek can mean be careful. It means look all around you. It means look closely, compare things, look at your surroundings. And so we said this, Paul is saying, be careful how you live. Look all around you. And as you do, look, make sure you're looking at your past decisions and experiences. And we said, then as you're looking all around you, not only your past now, as you're looking all around you, look at what is going on right now in your life, your current situation. And today we're adding this. As you look all around you, the past, the current situations, make sure you look down the road to your future. Look all around you. Look ahead at your future hopes and dreams. Paul goes on. He says, so be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, he says, but like those who are wise. So this is where we're getting that wise question. 
Make the most of every opportunity, he says. The next verse in verse 16, make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. And then in verse 17, he goes on and says this, don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. So this is where we get this whole bit of wisdom. In light of my past experience, my current situation, and my future hopes and dreams, what is the wise thing to do? Now, the wisdom writer gives us a warning. And here's what he says in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12. He says this, and, and this, is, this is so wise. He says, there is a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. So here's what I want. Let's focus on that word path. Because every decision that we make is a step in a very specific direction. And that direction is a path leading us to a very specific future. Every step is a step further down that path, and that path is heading somewhere. We don't just make a decision. We are making a decision that is leading us down that path. So we have to ask, where is that decision heading? What is the destination further down the path, down that road. Decisions that we make that don't take our future into account are unwise decisions. And this verse reminds us of that. It reminds us that unwise decisions lead to death. And in this case... For high school Harley, and maybe for you too in certain areas, it's the death of something about our future. The death of something about our future hopes and dreams. Now listen to the wisdom writer again. In Proverbs chapter 27, verse 12, here's what he says. A prudent person, and right there for that word prudent, we can substitute the word wise. A wise person, a prudent person foresees danger. So here's what that means. The wisdom writer is saying a wise person, they don't have the ability to predict the future. They have the ability to look down the path and to see where that path is headed. A wise person, a prudent person foresees danger. They look further down the path. They're looking what lies ahead? What's further down there? If I make this decision, where is that going to point my life? What direction is that decision going to take me? And if it's not leading me toward my future hopes and dreams, then what do I do? And here's what the wisdom writer says. He says, a prudent person foresees danger, and then he goes on and takes precautions. So they look further down the road. They foresee, they're looking for where could this decision lead me? And then they say, wait a minute, wait a minute. So if I do this, if I say yes to this opportunity, yes to this invitation, or no, what could happen? Where could that lead me? Will it lead me away from my future hopes 
and dreams? And if the answer is yes, then we say, warning, caution. I need to take precaution. If that's going to lead me, if I say yes, and it's going to lead me away from my future hopes and dreams, then I need to say no. I need to say no to this invitation. I need to say no to this opportunity. I need to say no to satisfying my desires in this way. Because it could hurt my future. Now, it may pass the history test. And it may pass the current situation test. But if it doesn't pass the future test too, it is not the wise thing to do. It must pass all three tests. But if it doesn't pass the future test, it's not the wise thing to do. And if I head down that path anyway, if I choose to do that anyway, even though it's not the wise thing to do, I will arrive at the destination of wherever that decision is headed. And it will not be my future hopes and dreams. And here's what the wisdom writer says if we continue to do that, even though it's not the wise thing. He says the simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. So yes, we must look at our past, but we can't stop there. We must look at our current situation. We can't stop there either. We have to look further down the road and determine, is this step, this decision, is it a step toward my future hopes and dreams that God has planned for me, or is it a step away from them? So we have to ask, if I date this person... Will their standards, will their life, their decisions, will it lead me somewhere away from my future hopes and dreams? Will their life plans possibly derail my life plans? We, it's not just with someone we date. It's also, we have to ask the question, if I take this job, where will that lead me with my future hopes and dreams? Toward what God wants or way. If I go to this school, what will happen? Will it get me closer to the future that God has for me in the end? Or, or will it take me away from what God wants for me? If what I'm getting ready to do becomes a habit in my life, will it hurt me in the future or will it help me? If what I'm about to do were to become a priority in my life, would it bump the other priorities that God wants in my life? If I do what I'm thinking about doing over and over and over again, where might I end up? Let's go to money. If I buy this, what will it mean for my finances and my security down the road? If I take on these payments, how will that impact my ability to do what God wants me to do. If I take on this new debt, how might it impact my freedom to take a financial step when God says, take this step? The financial freedom to do what God wants me to do with his money. If I choose to spend my money right here and right now instead of saving it, what will happen in the future? Let's look at another aspect of my life. Okay, so I'm married. But if I spend more and more time 
with that other lady. And it may be completely innocent. We, we may be talking about work. We may be talking about, and, and so maybe we have a meeting over lunch. I, I don't know. But if I spend more and more time with her, I'm not married to her. But what might begin to slowly happen to my emotions connected to her, my feelings connected to her, what might I begin to think about my needs and my desires? If, as a parent, I keep working longer and longer hours, how is that going to impact my ability to parent my child? If I'm not around to lead and to guide them, what, how is that going to impact my future and their future? Here's another one as a parent, but this is a tough one. If I allow my child's schedule to become my life priority, then how will that impact my ability to be, let's say, to be part of the bride of Christ, the church? Or let's go to another area. If I say yes to every opportunity to hang out with the guys, or if you're the lady, if you have say yes to every opportunity to hang out with the ladies, how will that impact your, your marriage in the future? If you keep or I keep choosing something over and over again above my spouse, whether it's hunting or just doing something else, a hobby, how will that impact my marriage in 10 years? Here, here's a good one. If my spouse is sitting beside me and I have this habit of just staying on Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest and just instead of talking to her and I'm on this these phony relationships that are not real but my spouse is right there but all of my time is right here what will happen to my marriage in five years if I keep doing that down the road or, or if I'm all into video games as an escape and a pressure release but I stay in those games. How is that going to impact my relationships around me by the end of the year? Here's one really personal for me. If I keep eating like this, what will happen to my health in two years? Or if I come home and I continue to just sit on the couch and veg out instead of doing something active to help me, what will happen to my health in five years? You see, every decision I make is a step down a path. And that path is leading somewhere. And that step that I'm taking is taking me toward or away from my God-given hopes and dreams. Proverbs the wise man reminds us there is a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. I have to ask, in light of my past experience and my current situation and my future hopes and dreams, what is the wise thing to do? 
And the wisdom writer reminds us in Proverbs 27, a prudent person looks down. They foresee the danger. They take precautions. In other words, they adjust their course before they ever get, because they look ahead. Oh, that could happen. And they adjust their course. But the simpleton, they go, they go blindly on and they suffer the consequences. So I'm asking you to do this on week number four of this series. Here's what I'm asking. As you walk down the hall this morning, will you take one of the next steps off the line that says week number four? Will you just take one off the line? And then here's the second step. If, if you in your life, you're saying, you know what? I, I don't think I have spent enough time with God for me to know what his future hopes and dreams are for me. So here's what I want you to do. Today, I'm going to put a link up to a series that I taught a couple of years ago. It's called Plan E. Will you listen to the weeks of that series this week as you're just going about doing, living your life, as you're driving, whenever you can just listen to it, listen to all the weeks of that series this week. Here's a second possibility. Maybe that's not your struggle. Maybe you're just struggling with staying on the path. You know where God is kind of leading you and pointing you, but you're having trouble staying on the path and enduring. Well, if that is you, then I'm going to put up a link for you that, that is a link to the series I taught. It was called The Principle of the Path. Would you listen to that this week? Please take a step with us. Let's pray. Jesus, would you help us to look at each decision and each invitation, each opportunity that we have, each desire that we want to act on. And would you help us to look down the road and to see where that decision might be leading us. Help us to foresee the danger so we can take precautions today. May we not continue blindly down the path, Jesus. Please give us the wisdom to know what to do with what we've heard. And Jesus, would you give us the courage to do it? Amen.